Yes, ladies and gentlemen, tonight, live from Arnold's Drive-In and Milwaukee Fried Chicken Stand, You Wanted to See It brings you one of the most exciting events it's ever been our privilege to bring. Okay, kids, Arnold's is proud to present Kenosha, Wisconsin's own... TC and Jake. So I've got a lot of content to get to. Okay. So I don't want to pussyfoot around too much here, but I will let you know. Uh, roundabouts 1 p.m. today. Okay. I uh, I left Energy Square Dental with two thumbs up. They Look at that. Looking great. No new cavities. Look at that. The progress we've made in less than a year. They were just astounded. A true success story. They said I was one of the one of the real good boys of all time. <laughs> Put him on the billboard. Thank folks. you, teacher. Yeah. They rehabbed you. I guess so. No, it wasn't they you know that they the gums that's not what they want them to look like, but just the, the from where we start started the bottom, now look at us here. Everyone's very happy. Not decaying, not falling out. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'll take it. I have an opponent tomorrow morning at seven thirty. Wow, we should have done a done a little double double date. I'm just getting a cleaning. Yeah, but I, well, that's all I did. Okay. Talking about the same deal. Doesn't it feel good? No, not really. You still don't like it? Lady fucking stabbing at your gums for an hour. How's the brushing coming? Feel well, I mean, we wouldn't be where we are today if we hadn't had a, an improved brushing regime. Okay, but there's improved and there's normal. Which would you say you're closer to? Improved. Okay, it's fine. Totally fine. But you know, I, I don't know what Atomic Habit says, but I've seen a lady reading it at the pool, and I can tell you that it's good. Yeah, I mean, like, being excited about these incremental improvements is important. No doubt. If you if you get 1% better every day over We're time. We're establishing a new baseline, and yep. then we can build on top of that baseline. Yep. Somewhat pissed off at myself for reading that book, but... <laughs> Why? Everyone, everyone else agrees with you. They're all <sighs> reading it. Yeah, it's just... Anytime you find yourself reading a self-help book, you have to like ask yourself like, all right, well, I wonder if there was something more interesting than this. <laughs> That's always the question that, <laughs> that I, possibly, I possibly could have spent all of this time on. Yeah, yeah. Um, was there a war? And that that doesn't even compare because I I recently appeared on the, uh, the Human Dads podcast and prepare. I listened to uh, their episode with you. And uh, they replayed our entire clip of why you don't go on podcasts. And one of the listed reasons was I could be reading a book. So we're now establishing a hierarchy of, of things. Of At the bottom, we've got go on podcasts. Correct. Mid-tier, read a book. Or I guess, no, we want to put that above. Between podcast and read a book is read a self-help book. Correct. Yeah. Now you have uh, the, the scale correct. <laughs> That's good. That's, That's good. exactly right. Everyone understands how to use their time now. Yeah. Uh, at the very top, though, if we're going to make it four, uh, mm-hmm. it would be brush your teeth. Brush your teeth. <laughs> yeah, put that we one right up do there. that all day. Yeah. Uh, on there, Brad said, uh, don't use the hard bristles, soft only. I mean, he would know. I yeah, mean, he almost got me hooked up with a deal whenever I got the the crown put in. Well, that's but almost like we hooking you up late. with a deal. Yeah. Well, no, it was it was <laughs> on me as much as anything. Yeah, okay. It was just the circumstance. It was they they'd already like placed an order. Okay. So they they weren't. He wasn't going to talk him into 
cancel your order, <laughs> place another one with my company, whatever. But yeah. Anyways. By the way, uh, we came into this pretty hot. Uh, I called you before the hang zone today mm-hmm. and said, uh, what if we just did two episodes in one day? Are you going to reveal that this is a, that we're batching? <laughs> is that, is that, what does that even mean? Well, as a podcast, a former podcast professional, let me tell you, uh, batching means doing multiple episodes in okay. a short amount of time. Okay. Well, now I'm not totally sure I want to batch. <laughs> yeah, okay. Why don't you check in with me in 55 minutes? Yeah. It's just already been a lot of talking today, you know? I hear that. We could get there. Yeah. Maybe. I but think I, we I don't want to commit there. to it right now. Okay. Uh, I mean, I've cleared the schedule. Okay. Good. Dex cleared. Yeah. So uh, the only thing I have, mm-hmm. uh, and we actually did this segment on the show today because I made Dan watch this documentary. Um, dude, I'm so obsessed with this North Hollywood shootout right now. Good. Like, I know we like briefly talked about it a couple weeks ago, but like. Did we? Uh, it might have been offline and it might have been in a group chat. I'm not sure. I mean, I know about the North Hollywood shootout. Yeah. I am always a little bit talking about the North Hollywood shootout at Around any given it. time. Yeah. But I, I don't recall any spe- – I mean, pretty much every movie that happened in Hollywood afterwards, they're like, you know, that was inspired by the North Hollywood shootout. But uh, they do give Heat that. Dude, but that's a thing. It happened after Heat. It happened after? Exactly. Like, so I, I forced two of my friends to watch uh, two pretty subpar documentaries on this. Actually, one of them is two documentaries kind of spliced together. Okay. And so the a other total one- of three – Basically, but the other one is not even really a documentary. It is just the helicopter footage of like 35 of the 44 minutes. Ooh. That's online. Available to be consumed by the public. Yeah. I they want just that. have the LA it good? new it's fucking awesome. Wow. Like the pilot. Fantastic. If I just see camera guy, YouTube North Hollywood shootout uh helicopter. You'll figure it out pretty quickly. Okay. Like if you just look up North Hollywood shootout on YouTube, four or five down, whatever. It's the one that starts with an aerial shot and it's the whole thing. And I would say that like 90% of time they're clued in on the action. Like there are going to wow. be a, a yeah, few yeah. small moments where they lose track of the plot a little bit, especially once the guys split up. Uh, but is, it the, uh, is it the trans guy in the helicopter or is that two on the notes? I don't know. You know about the... Like one of LA's oh, yeah. What yeah, happened preeminent, uh, just like the dude was the name in, in helicopter footage in Los Angeles, which is the market for helicopter footage. Of course. And uh, yeah, be- became a woman at some point, and there's a documentary about her. LA helicopter reporter comes out as transgender. Well, I'll be goddamned. But I, I think that like the, the documentary about her exists mainly because of her innovations in the space of helicopter footage. Not in reassignment? Yeah. I, That's I good. Think, Be known for your actual work, you know? That, that yeah, part's just it's, your it's identity. It's more of like a, a... I mean, I haven't seen the documentary, so maybe I'm wrong about this, but uh, I, I, my understanding the the reassignment is, is more of a, a footnote in this, this amazing career of someone who possibly was the, uh, the videographer for the North Hollywood shootout. Dude, check out this headline. Uh-huh. Two rival male TV helicopter pilots who covered O.J. Simpson chase are now transgender women. Both of them. Two. Do you think causation? <laughs> Science is wondering. How, how do we do? We know how all the people that lined up yeah. along the O.J. route. Like, do, have we like been keeping track? 
I don't know. Is it just everyone near? If Kardashian had lived long enough, would he? I mean, fuck, dude. Hey, I'm done. That's it's, a third one close to the scene. This yeah, is like Chernobyl. Yeah, this we're, we're calling it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, he actually came after this movie, and uh, or after this actual incident. And there's a point like. 90 again 95 percent of the way through the documentary where they actually say that when they raided both guys homes they found the vhs of heat in one of their vcrs <laughs> that's so fucking tight and they'd already gotten away with like that must have been the connection i was it was somewhere in the back of my head well in my mind i don't think i knew that story but dude in my mind heat is definitely based on that. when i think north hollywood shootout i think heat and i guess of I course was, i had the the two reversed i think most people do yeah I mean, in my mind, that's definitely the order of operations that took place there. There's other parts of it, too, that I guess shouldn't be that shocking now that I know what I know about uh, bank robberies in Los Angeles, which is the fact that in the 1980s, they had one per hour per day for 10 years. It's so beautiful. Now, a lot of them are like, here's a note, here's 500 bucks, guy gets out, ski mask, probably like a little nine millimeter, something like that. Like yeah. nothing on the scale of what we're talking about. Uh, but if you've got one per hour for a decade, you'll get a couple big ones. You'll, you'll definitely reel in a couple big fish. And uh, these two dudes had gotten away with uh, a Brinks truck stick up, another armored vehicle stick up, and another bank robbery within the last three years before that one So happened. graduating from Brink's truck to uh, to bank robbery, I wonder if that's ever occurred in film before. That's another Heat reference. I know. Yeah, yeah. I know. Anyways, it's, uh, it's a fascinating story that I knew did, did the only the periphery about. Did that become a serial killer? Do you know No, that? there's no Wayne Rowe angle. Michael okay. Mann came up with that all on his own. I think it was uh, a guy. It's in the do, in the in the commentary. Uh, like Wayne grows based on a guy. Everyone in everyone in all of Michael Mann's things is based on a guy. He just hangs out in jails talking to fucking prisoners all goddamn day. I know that I know that you, stories into real life. Into I know movies. you had told me that the cop and uh, uh, Pacino were based on or De Niro based on real people. A hundred percent. And that meeting happened. That's why I know that. And uh, I think. Uh, Chicago, right? Yeah, 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 hundred percent. But I'm I'm trying to remember. I, I the guy who because uh, the one he put one of the dudes in the movie. I said this the last time we talked about it, but I think that that guy was just like the guy who did a lot of ride-alongs with him. He definitely talked extensively with the dude who'd had the meeting with the guy that he eventually nabbed. Uh, but I don't think he's in the movie. Anyways, you ready for this shit? What do you got can, for me? Uh, we can talk more about, uh, North Hollywood in the second of the batch if you want. I don't, I don't, I, we can talk as much North Hollywood as you want, but I'm, I don't have a ton more on it other than just like, I can't stop thinking about it. And, uh, then I found a few other like smaller videos and my wife actually said one of the more demeaning things, uh, she's ever said to me. Oh no. Uh, which is saying something, <laughs> yeah. uh, but it, it was like really on the nose. She was like, uh, I feel like. Most of our relationship is you trying to show me a video. <laughs> God, that hurts. It hurts because it's true. Yeah. Well, and I are they like good videos or aren't they? Trembled as I put my phone back down. And I'm like, <laughs> man, she's definitely right about that. Um, yeah, the no, uh, there was... I, I 
I don't remember the details here, but if we're talking about major crimes of the greater Los Angeles area, uh, Jorts and I made a point to drive by. There was a house. He he knew it more than I Like, you know, he was telling me about it as we're driving up there. And I was like, holy shit, that's big. That sounds as big as the North Hollywood shootout. No, I didn't say that. Um, <laughs> and uh, it was like a Coke deal gone wrong. I think that that might have been somewhat what uh, what they're depicting in uh, Boogie Nights. Okay. Uh, and it was a real, it was a house up in the hills. Okay. And, uh, yeah, and we, we drove by it and looked and said, wow, they found five dead bodies in there over a Coke deal. Look at that. Don't do drugs. Um, so I'm going to go find that while I'm out there. Uh, you may or may not recall the uh, 30 million times that I've teased that I was about to watch Oprah. No, I do. Uh, back in June, <laughs> it's now July. Barely. <laughs> I recall. And uh, I'm here to say, I've watched Oprah. Okay. So uh, this, I don't even remember how, I mean, like we, we talked about Oprah, but at some point I made the request, the all hands, we have to find it. And uh, you know, our main, main man, Jason, doesn't know how to not find it. The only thing he knows is how to find, find it. it. Yeah. And uh, what we put out the call for was the 2011 Oprah episode featuring... Future 45th president of the United States, Donald J. Trump, and every single one of his children. I can't believe this is real. It's very real. Uh, it's amazing. <laughs> I, have, I have a lot. <laughs> I do want to just start off by uh, putting expectations where they need to be. This uh, and, and everything else that I'm going to play for you in the rest of my podcasting career is not as good as the Dog the Bounty Hunter Dr. Oz audio. You know, though, that's okay. You that's can totally find a okay. lot of good stuff that's not as good as the, the Dr. Oz Dog the Bounty Hunter audio. I mean, you can find like the second funniest thing of all time. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. fine. It's just second. I mean, the reality is Dr. Oz had a had Dog the Bounty Hunter on and he asked the lady to marry him and she said no. <laughs> Dwayne, I I can't. You know, I don't uh. see you like that. <laughs> but so uh, you, I just first wanted to establish, just get get everyone into the milieu of the uh, <laughs> the Oprah Winfrey show back when it was cooking. You probably think that if she would have Donald Trump and all of his entire family on and what kind of big production that is, and you'll see it's a large production, uh, that she'd probably coast on that for like a month. Like, it's just going to be some fucking mom bitching about her kids for a couple episodes for the rest of that week. Right, or they'll talk that about kind of uh, stuff. rainbow parties. Yeah, dude. No, Do you remember I rainbow mean, parties? Of course. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. From going to them all the time. <laughs> Founder. Um, and, uh, you know, so you probably think, you know, she's got Trump on. Uh, nothing good's coming after that. Feet dude. up. Here's, here's the teaser for the next day, dude. All new, the television exclusive. From the heart of America... Twin sisters come forward, raped for years Whoa. by their own brothers Whoa. and their own father. Whoa. From the time that you were five years said. old. I felt like it was just something that families did. Your mother walked in and saw your brothers raping you. What their mother has to say. Do you believe that she's sorry? How they escaped and from behind bars hear from their brothers now. Tomorrow. Jesus Christ. I would that's call the that next day. I would call that sweeps. <laughs> It must be sweeps, dude. No, but I mean that's enough to that that's enough to put your feet up on. A hundred percent. But that was a week. That was that was two third two fifths of what she was doing that week, dude. And we're gonna hear from the brothers from prison? They're in prison right now <laughs> talking Christ. to Oprah. Tomorrow. No. No. 
It's amazing stuff. Take a day off. Do a replay, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Best of show. Jeez. No. Uh, but yeah, so let's let's just hop into it. Here's uh, here's what kind of production that we are rolling with. Today, he's doing something he's never done before. He has flown in his entire family for their very first interview all together. They made the Oprah set look like from Holy shit. No, he made it. They're coming out of the elevator. The Trump Tower elevator. All together. Wow. Wow. America's first family. No doubt. Dude, he actually looks pretty good right there. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Like, he looks the same as he did as he does now. I guess. And it's 10 years ago. I mean, he's obviously like a gargoyle, but... I he, looked better. I, 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 My difference to 10 years... Like, if you looked at a picture of me 10 years ago, you wouldn't be like, oh, that's good. He looks the same as he does now. You're yeah, supposed but to you look up, better 10 years ago. But once you get up to that age, though, you know, Eric looks like he's going through it a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but uh, just late a couple pu- times... Like puberty. We get to see the uh, the Trump profile shot. Oh yeah, where Miss it. his body appears to peek around his neck. Yeah, what's going on there? <laughs> Very reptilian. It's just the the top of his body is is just his neck. <laughs> uh, Whose kid is that? His? The, no, 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 no. The other, the one that uh, DJ TJ is holding. It's DJ TJ's kid. Okay, I didn't know about that one. Uh, she's she's around. I looked up. I was wondering what uh, her deal is now. And uh, she's really into golf. So, of course. Listen, amongst them, uh, golf is the best case scenario. That's true, too. It's either that or uh, killing migrants. That's true, too. Um, so Oprah uh, tells all the kids, fuck off. Uh, I'm here to talk to the actual people who are famous. I want Papa. <laughs> um, and that's, uh, we're just, we're just going to roll long form through this. Stop and start this little bit as you need. Uh, just just enjoy, you know, some some raw, uncut Trump. The first thing I do want to highlight uh, is just the way that Oprah talks about him. And I uh, think Boy. that we all should be learning some lessons about how power and wealth is treated in America. There's no doubt. Of like, uh, you know, did, do, do you think he held a single different belief then than he does now? But like, no, not at all. He was a registered Democrat. You know uh, what I mean? Like he was actually in league with the elite, like the actual Hollywood entertainment elite. Yeah, I just, I just think that uh, he probably felt the same way about Mexicans. No, but that's my point, though. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. That I think a lot of those people actually do have fairly regressive social views. They just get to hide behind like. But they're friends at the parties in New York. They're exactly. Democrats. So uh, yeah, I'm, I vote Democrat. Yeah. Um, By but, the way, do you know about Nancy Pelosi's titties? I saw some tweet about her titties. Good Lord. Like recently? Yeah, it was like yesterday. Andrew Schultz. Yesterday she got new titties? No, I don't think they're new. I just saw them yesterday and was like, goodness gracious. Yeah, someone said that she'd gotten new titties. You know what? But I don't know about like when. Like it might have been they were talking about like a decade ago. Someone that I showed that photo to did say those don't look right to me. But I mean, dude. Oh, okay. I, I didn't even recognize that was her. I did have that photo sent to me. I was like, why are they sending me this fucking old lady's titties? But Jesus, they though. are great titties. <laughs> you said it. Um, 
But yeah, anyways, uh, so I, I just, I, it, it did make me think about how, like, the only job where you have to say the terrible things that you think out loud all the time is politician. Like, if you just remain the real estate developer, no one's going to be like, uh, do you believe that foreigners are full people? Yeah, like, <laughs> why would like, that ever come up? No, I'm just doing a deal. Not. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, like, you know, just the... The wide range, like maybe you think that uh, the only shitty people in the world are politicians. Uh, I would encourage you to uh, consider that, you know, before he was a politician, he seemed to still be a shitty person. And yeah. maybe there's some others that fit that group. But anyways. Wow, wow, wow. Wow. That's your whole clan there. Ooh. <laughs> That's just an amazing. <laughs> yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Him. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's a big group. That's a group. Good group, too. So interesting with everything that we've seen and heard about you, uh, we don't think of you as, you know, we think of you as a powerhouse. We think of you as a visionary. We think of you as billionaire, tycoon, all of that. Mm -hmm. We don't think of you as a family. I don't think she's saying any of that today. By the way, you know, it seems like the winds have changed. Yeah, no. I don't think I've ever brought this up. One of the most interesting things to me excuse me, about his look is, I kind of can't tell if his hair is ever going forward or backward. I'm not sure that it's doing either, you know? It's, something's going on. You'll Did, notice this. We've talked about, like, before they got killed, Deadspin got to the bottom of this. Do you remember that? Yeah. He has, like, there's a guy that was advertising and, like, holds patents on, like, a proprietary hair lengthening procedure. And, uh, like, sometime in the 90s, uh trump just like bought him like the guy's offices moved like next to donald's in trump tower and like he's just his hair guy yeah the the, like thing is like he takes like tiny little tweezers and like puts longer hairs onto the hairs there and stuff it's just like making the hairs longer (laughs) it's the weirdest fucking thing and like it's the only way to explain like what's going on there yeah and it used to be the only thing you referenced when you referenced him yeah it's just that's weird too i get like he's a proud man like uh, it's weird because it's not like he was just like uh i'm so great that it doesn't matter if i go bald like he he definitely felt like action was required but we've made so much good progress in the arena of hair plugs in the last 20 or 30 years. He's got his guy. He could fix this so easy. He's got his guy. And are I you? I love my family. I do love my family. It's all about family. It's just such a wonderful thing when you have, whether it's children, wives, boyfriends, whatever, it's all the same thing. It's family. And I love family. You do. Are you a family man? Yes. Then just lists various things that could be construed as family is like yep that's dude you am i a family man i've got mothers fathers right brothers he's like jay he's like jay-z in the monster verse (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'll just list tons of them wives (laughs) who the fuck says wives like when you're asking somebody about all of them all of them you know most people have several and big apartments would you consider yourself a family man i think so I think people are surprised to hear that, but I, I think I am. And I've always said I've been a great, great father, mm-hmm. I've less of a that. good husband. Mm-hmm. 
But I've been a good husband. Have I yeah. been a good husband? Very good husband, yes. Very good husband. <laughs> Would you say he's All a- right, you can lower the gun now. <laughs> Dude, I know this is this is highly offensive, but there is something so poetically perfect about a really, really powerful American white man looking at an immigrant lady and saying, wouldn't you say I've been a good husband? And she says, yes, that's it. I've been a good husband. <laughs> it's amazing. Like just it's so bad. I you you would not just uh, total prisoner affect. Like all of this is stuff that it's just the <laughs> background for us now. Like we we all know like we've right. been shocked or you know laughed at or whatever. And it's just but I just can't get over that <laughs> our leading demagogue is like all immigrants are terrible except for my wife. <laughs> it uh it doesn't make sense. Yeah, and then he Better. goes on Oprah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we should reiterate that part. Other than husband, or you wouldn't judge? I wouldn't judge because, you know, his uh, job is his business. Mm -hmm. And uh, first it's his business, and then it's a father and uh, a husband. And he's great at all. You know, he's juggling all, and he's great at all. Well, you know, it's interesting. He's great at all. He's great at all. Uh, She hasn't talked a ton, but I think she talks more here than she did in the entire presidency. So it is eye-opening in that way. Yeah, you forget Um, that she's like a person. Yeah, yeah. Ljubljana's own, I believe. Is that true? I know Slovenia, but I didn't know I didn't know the town specifically. It's not even the biggest town in is it the biggest town in Slovenia? I believe it is. Okay. It's capital. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought they had another one. Yeah, I'm, gonna, you don't I'm know. gonna bet that you're right. <laughs> because a long time ago we were doing a show with all fathers and there was a man who stood up in the audience who said every man Every father has a dream for his family. What is Donald Trump's dream for his family? Well, it's a great question and a very fair question. I've had really wonderful children. They've done very well in school. They're smart. They're, I guess, ambitious. I don't even like to use that word because to me it's not a necessarily nice word. But they're very, very strong, smart, good kids. Ivanka, you're going to meet, and Don, and Erica, the whole group. And the I whole, would like them to carry. Yes, uh, Wait, the whole group. He's got five children. Yeah. <laughs> he lists three of them and then says the whole, the whole group. group. <laughs> yeah, uh, just there's the way that they handle this. They have a Tiffany segment, which I think is the only time she's spoken in public. And uh, I don't know anything about her. The, well, yeah, because <laughs> uh, he never mentions her. <laughs> like he's like you know Don, Eric, Ivanka, the, the whole group, the, the whole lot of them. <laughs> um, and just the fact that they have the segment, like, kind of just drives home how much uh, she's not a part of the family. Like the one time that they're giving her attention, it's like, and you may have forgotten he does have another child. <laughs> what was um, that lady's name? Marla Maples. Marla Maples. And uh, Marla raised Tiffany herself in L.A. Okay. Like in the Tiffany segment, which we've got too much good stuff. We can't do the whole Tiffany segment. Okay. Uh, you know, they. she talks about uh, – I do have one small clip from the Tiffany segment. It was too good not to include. But, uh, yeah, she, she grew up in L.A. Tiffany did with Marla and would see the family at Easter is what she said. <laughs> yeah, so – what I've done. I mean, I've done a good job and I'd like them to carry on and take it to another level and enjoy their lives. 
Is it true, Melania, that he is home every night? Almost every night. For not, dinner. Well, we cannot be home every night with our schedule, you know. Mm -hmm. We like to have uh, just me and him a date night, go to the concert, movies, go out for dinner. But we like to spend time with Baron as well. Yeah. It's, so you all have been married six years now. I remember right. you're yeah. getting married. So what is it you're doing different in this marriage? third marriage that you know better that you could do in this marriage that you didn't do uh, in the other two? Well, you know, I, I really think that we have a very good friendship, aside from everything else, because ultimately, everything you know, there else. has to be attraction in all of the things that you discuss so often on your show. Yes. All of those things. Fuck it. We won't get into them. <laughs> but, but there has to be friendship. And we've had a very, very good relationship and a really great friendship. Do you Dude. believe that? Not only do I not believe that, like, I feel more sympathy for her right now than I ever have. Nah, I'm pretty lost sympathy for her, but yeah. She looked so uncomfortable in that 90-second stretch there where he started talking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Just a ton being revealed. Like, just so much being given away. Ugh. Like, whatever he's saying, like, what do you want for your kids? And, like, the last thing is an afterthought. He's like, and I guess I want them to feel Yeah, I fulfilled. guess a joy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm supposed to say that, right? <laughs> Jeez. Um, and uh, do you believe, you know, he's like, well, it's important there be attraction. Uh, do you believe that she is attracted to him? She doesn't know which way his hair is going. <laughs> yeah, that's not an answer. <laughs> it's, it's tough to be attracted you to someone. You marry into sure. a family. You marry into go. relationships that are already built. So was it important for you to get along with, the children yes of course and we have a great relationship you know they are a little bit younger than me mm -hmm. and uh Good. so we have a <laughs> not much <laughs> <laughs> we have a great relationship it's not like i'm their stepmother mm -hmm. and typical stepmother i'm more like their friend she's more that's <laughs> phenomenal Trump's like, don't get it twisted. Yeah, she dude, ain't that much older, brother. He's fucking, like, <laughs> basically what he's saying to America is like, it is fucking so tight that I've got these young women. <laughs> that is awesome. Like, whatever people, you know, I mean, obviously, uh, we don't strongly believe the Epstein denials. But, like, that's him being him right there. Oh, no doubt. He's like, you know what's cool? Like, sleeping with as many young women as young as possible all the time. Dude, don't ever forget about that quote from that, uh, was it Vanity Fair article? Yeah. Where he's yeah, like, I don't, he know, I, don't young, know, I don't know. Some Epstein. people say. He likes him younger than me, maybe. Maybe as much as me. <laughs> he, he, he might be as big of a pedo as I am, but I, I don't know. I don't know. He's a power player. So the, the first segment was uh, that um, Donald and Melania sitting down together, uh, talking with Oprah directly. Now we're going to get out on the street. We've gone to uh, Trump Tower, Trump Hotel International, Chicago, Illinois. Uh, at this point, it had probably been open for less than a decade. It was a pretty fresh building. It's uh, Whenever it was uh, in the, the, the dark night, uh, the, the final scenes where he's fighting in a building that is being constructed. They blurred it. Uh, oh, it's, that, it was still being built then? Yeah, it was still okay. being built. It was still being built. I remember when I took the, uh, the cruise... And like a couple of uh, real hard dick patriots were like, boo. Mm. And like, what do you think? That, that's going to get the, exactly. Maybe they'll <laughs> knock the building down now, bro. Yeah. I don't know. It's still a cool building. I Listen, I love Chicago more than I hate anything. You know what I mean? Fair. 
Um, but yeah, so they 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 got him out. They they got the, the classic conceit. What if he worked at one of the hotels? Of course. So they got him teaching a couple couple different jobs. How are you? Very well, thank you. Did you enjoy your stay? I did. Thank you so much. Very good. Well, I'll help you with those bags. Look at this, right? You didn't expect this. Just, just, <laughs> Service with a smile. Just watch the whole time how normal he's being. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, this is as close as he's going to get, stuff. though. <laughs> yeah. Would you like the purse inside? Would you like this inside with you? I, almost, I tried to, you know. Here you go, man. Thank you very much. Is Here that normal, Bellman? Here you go, man. The, the, the Bellman just hands the bag off to someone else who puts it in. Here you go, man. Got That's like as close you. to uh, sounding like Biden as he ever has. <laughs> yeah. Here you go, man. Thank you very much. This is the first time I've carried luggage for anybody, including myself, in a long time. It's been a long time, but it was fun. The life yeah. of a bellman and the working in a hotel is never easy. Good job. Good job. I believe that somebody just called down for a dog walking appointment. I always keep a dog biscuit on hand just in case the dog oh, is nice or not so nice. Very good. The way yeah. that he regards oh, the dog good. biscuit. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's just like, ah, this is, a, this is currency in their world, I understand. Biscuit on hand just in case the dog is oh, nice or not so nice. Very good. Uh, I hope it's not a vicious dog. Uh, oh, oh, how are you? Oh, my goodness. I'm here to walk oh, your dog. We have a doggy okay. park at the hotel. Yes. And I'm going to take it for a little walk. Thank you. Have a good time. I'll be back in a Thank few you. minutes. Thank okay, you. good. Hey, sweetheart. Hey. <laughs> Come on, hon. Come on. We'll go over here. You take a dog, you go outside, it's freezing, and you walk around for a while, and it's not that easy. Okay, be careful. The fact that she trusted me with that dog was amazing. Probably she shouldn't have, but it worked out. I didn't. I didn't uh, have it killed. <laughs> it's, it's. I love also that he stunning. just like enumerates the concept of walking a dog. <laughs> yeah. Well, just the point of each of these things is like, uh, you know, these people they're working hard. Uh, oh my goodness! And, like it's so good. <laughs> it it pops up over and over throughout the thing, especially whenever they're they're talking with all the kids there and everything. Uh, it's. Like the fucking, they say uh, that he works hard more often than they like say the word Oprah, you know? Like, right. it's just over and over. He's He works, he's the hardest worker I've ever met. He works so hard. And so it's it's his obsession and uh, I, he's extending it to like all of these people. Like anything he looks at, he's like, that's hard work. That's, that's really hard work. Uh, yeah. And I, I don't know, I'm like... I'd love to do some more thinking about uh, what what's going on there. It's probably not like rocket science, but I just like either you have your wealth because you are the hardest. Like it's, it goes to the question of like how do you get wealth? And like the obvious answer to me is like uh, you know um, be given it. <laughs> yeah, uh, get lucky. Yeah, <laughs> and. He probably doesn't want to, he's not overly comfortable with that idea, despite the fact that his father gave him hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. Uh, and so he's trying to like, you know, kind of be like, well, you know, the people that get the most, the people that work the hardest, and just ask my family, I'm at the office all day. Like, you know, surely just fucking watching Bloodsport on the office TV instead of the home one, but, uh, you know, working incredibly, incredibly hard. 
And uh, yeah, the other thing is just uh, the, the number of times, and he, he would do this as president, uh, that he's like constantly like telling you how terrible of a person he is. Like he doesn't know to hide it. Like he's not ashamed of it. Dude, like, so true. Like he's just like maybe she shouldn't. Have. Shouldn't have given me the dog. I listen. I would just assume to kick that dog and care for it. <laughs> That's so true. That's what makes sense to me. So it's a bit of a surprise, but it, like he and just the fucking people are like you know I don't, whatever. I, everyone knows at this point that Trump supporters are uh, occasionally somewhat delusional, but uh, I don't know for for this to be held up as like the great man, our wonderful, sweet, caring man who's going to save us the one who's never seen another human being in his entire fucking life uh we had a friend uh, in high school that we would joke that uh the only two people there was two categories to him steve and not steve his name was steve by the way <laughs> of course yeah and uh i've never seen anyone that embodies that concept more than donald trump but it is funny though every time he does something like that back in 2011 and when he was president people were like <laughs> yeah this is great it's like I mean, dude he's know, telling he's you yeah <laughs> you don't have to interpret this any other way than he's saying i'm a bad guy and just the the, the lady whose uh, dog it was, surely a resistance mom by now. Uh, just talking oh, there's about almost no doubt. someone that looks like that, that is staying at a, a nice hotel in Chicago, paying for a dog uh, walker. She loves Kamala Harris. Yeah, she's she's absolutely posted. Uh, but what about her emails? And uh, oh, hundred percent. Yeah, and uh, she when he's opening the door is like overjoyed to see him you know it's like oh this is so fucking cool i'm meeting donald trump and the fact that he gave all that up to like lose some fucking votes on healthcare legislation like why dude this was the dumbest move of all time yeah but as uh as dj tj posted after roe v wade got overturned <laughs> yes yes it all goes back to seth myers and barack obama yeah no it, it does but like was it was it worth throwing away the adoration of every resistance mom in the country uh just to prove to obama that you could like like and to what honestly you think now obama's like you know what i respect him like no dude he thinks the same thing of you that he did back then honestly it's gotten a lot worse yeah but he did kind of big dick him though he and, and, like he destroyed his legacy and like the other thing is uh you 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 say that in reference to the meme the meme was uh you know the, the, the it ends in him overturning roe v wade or you know the justice is appointed by him the furthest thing from something he could care about Oh. A man who has personally ordered dozens of abortions. I was going to say life. he might care about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wants to make sure that access remains right. uh, smooth and easy. Uh, so, like, yeah, dude, that that's that's what I'm saying. He gave it up so he could overturn Roe v. Wade, a thing he has never been affected by or like wanted to see overturned. Actually, in his heart, in his yeah. entire life, uh, we keep going with uh, learning how to work at a hotel. So now we're going to go to the bathroom. Oh, I'm, I'm not to in the, the bathroom. To the sinks. I don't know if I could ever do that <laughs> yes, job. Yes, you can. Only sinks, right? Okay. First, spray the sink. Okay. Okay. I like that. I like He's this job, Mia. Yeah. Oh, then maybe you should come help me off the <laughs> Now, these are four jobs that I've never done before, and they're tough. You have to be sharp. You have to be smart. You have to get along with the people. And it's hard work. I Not just saw easy, Donald Trump vacuuming. Right? Yes. She's fantastic. Thank, Thank you very you. much for doing Thanks. such a great job. 
I'm your apprentice. Uh, you know and I'm hired, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, Dude, he uh, was staring very creepily at her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, just, I, I like, on the one hand, I think that he is on to something. Like, I don't know, dude. I would much rather, uh, just from, a, in terms of, like, which work is easier, I would much rather run a hotel than clean one, you know? Uh, and so, like, he's kind of wandering around, like, maybe it's the workers creating the value. yeah. No, there's. He's not going to get there. No, I don't think so either. Uh, Eleven years later, yeah, yeah, still. But you're right. There's something to that. That was fun. That was that fun. Was fun. Hey, nailed it. Now, do you have you done all the jobs at a hotel before? Have you, or do have you come up through the ranks knowing what everybody? Never does? in my life have I done that. No, really? never in my life. And I found it interesting actually, but I've never done it before. I've. I own a lot of hotels. I, you know, run a lot of hotels. I scream at people. Why are you late? Why? Now I understand. I'll never scream again. Really? Never. Yeah, maybe a little. Well, maybe a little bit. Okay, that was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because basically, like a lot of times, uh, and you kind of outlined this a minute ago. A lot of times, people who end up with wealth, they will definitely bullshit about what it took them to get there. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, you know, my dad, it basically, it's like, uh, you worked like one summer. Yeah. You know, Trump's like, fuck no. You no, worked one not. summer in a, uh, in a wheat field. There was that one summer. With a lonely widowed woman hell bent to make it on her own. There was that one summer. But you know what I mean? Like a lot of people would be like, oh, you know, yeah, I, uh, when, when I was coming up, I spent, and they would greatly exaggerate the degree nope. to which they actually did real work. Yeah. And Trump's like, fuck no. Never heard of it. No. I just yell at the people who do. First time touching a brush <laughs> in my life. But you're going to stop now, right? <laughs> yes, I am. Except no. No. It's <laughs> <laughs> respect. Uh, so with that segment done, now we bring out uh, what I will call the uh, the real kids. No Tiffany and Baron on the stage for this. Sure. Uh, and just the things that they're saying about him. Like, again... In their quest to say how good he is, they're revealing he actually sucks. So how do you not take things for granted when you have everything? You know, my father was amazing. He, he brought us to the best schools. He put us in the best schools, but he made us work. There was no free time in the Trump family. We either studied or we worked, and I think that's why we are grounded. Oh, that yeah, sounds that's, terrible, man. Yeah, yeah it's awful. Like a, but like, have you ever had like a reflective thought? The way, the, the speed at which he's saying it and, like, the tone he's using suggests to me that he's nervous uh, and, like, looking to impress his father. Yeah. And the thing that he comes up with to be like, I know what dad wants to hear. I never had fun ever. <laughs> <laughs> they also, like, do a quick uh, quick cut to Donald. The real. This, like, the, all right, let's see what he's thinking about this right now. Far be it from me to uh, <laughs> tell the Oprah producers what to do. But I needed a camera on him 100% of the time when his kids are yeah. talking. Yeah. Because <laughs> every time they do cut to him, it is just so interesting. The look <laughs> on his face of like, am I giving you approval? No. I thought about it, but I'm not. Uh, I don't remember what order I'm going in here, but I think this is more of kind of the same thing. Well, I think he's a business guy first and foremost, so we spent a lot of time with him, but it was always in a business context, in a business environment. So I think when you also grow up great. with something like that, like what? it just what do becomes you mean? second nature. Where you were in the office? In his office, and he'd yeah. be negotiating a contract, and we'd be playing on the floor listening to this go on. We'd follow him around job sites, around heavy machinery. And so as a young kid, especially perhaps so for the boys, bored. that's very exciting. Oh I mean, yeah. so like you get used to that. It becomes what you want to do at a very early age, and it's hard yeah. to kind of veer from that track. A lot so of is he a Donald. good boss? 
Oh, he's a phenomenal boss. Is he, but does he, he yell a lot? <laughs> there's, there's, there's not a tremendous amount of yelling. But I think, you know, with that said, he does not appreciate mediocrity. Mm-hmm. So he expects excellence from everyone that works for him, and that includes his children. Yeesh. So depressing. Now I feel worse. I've moved them up in the rankings of people I have sympathy for yeah. over the last 45 minutes. Ever and around him is, is just going up in your estimation. Ugh. Uh, just oh. like, like to think about the psychology behind being like, like she, the question is like, you know, is, does he get, does he yell a lot? And she's trying to think of something where it's like, if I just say yes, he seems like an asshole. But if I say no, he is going to yell at me because, like, I don't want anyone thinking he's soft. Like, strength is the only language he speaks. Uh, so let me just say he doesn't yell because he's super nice, but he does belittle us constantly <laughs> <laughs> the way any strong man would. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, and then this is a, a, a string. Uh, there's, there's just there's a lot in here, and I think you're going to love a lot of it. So how do you like being a grandpa? This will be your third, right? Yes, and it's an unusual word, and I was never in it's love with that word. It's not an unusual word. word. It's, it's I a was very never in love. Word. I don't feel like a grandpa, but that's what I am. I love, I love Donald it. saying it's an unusual word. It's not. <laughs> you don't like, you don't Finally, like being called grandpa? Well, I never movie. loved the word for me, okay? And it's, it's something, though, that I have oh, such special... Why didn't they put his fucking signature on the screen? It's Oprah's signature. Oh, okay. Just I thought to let that you know was... you're watching the Oprah show. Okay, that's a very large graphic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just that's somewhat fair. confused why, if it's Oprah's show, they needed to put uh, somewhere around 15% of the screen dedicated to Oprah's signature in like a watermark, but fine. Okay. But they do have a little subtitle saying that it's him. Got it. I think that's part of their de- – Just it is amazing. I mean like – Listen, uh, you know, the woman spends more money on toiletries than I'm going to make in my entire life. So respect. Uh, but the, the number of, th- like, her branding of, you know, the O Magazine. Yeah. Like, all of it's, it's not like the O Magazine thing's an outlier that uh, they've had her on the cover every week. Okay, true. Uh, just, she likes pushing her name. Yeah. And it's worked for her. Beautiful grandchildren. I so think, what do they call you? I think you? I'm sorry. What are the- uh, I say anything but grandfather. Really? So what I, I like it when they call him grandpa because after 33 years of putting up with him, it's finally a little bit of payback. You know, it <laughs> yeah. gets him a little bit. So I remind him every day that he's a grandpa. He's a grandpa. And that's okay. I mean, it's it's really actually very nice being a grandpa. How does, how does yeah, it okay. feel now having it? the next actually, generation of little Trumps? Uh, why would that be payback? Like, that's one of the greatest honors of my dad and my stepdad's life is to be called uh, grandpa or whatever i mean it's because he doesn't want to be uh, portrayed as old for instance i may know a person who's sensitive about the titles and invented one that she'd never previously used before in order to avoid the feeling that they talk about me aged no oh you have one too yeah yeah i mean i don't know i just it's it sounds weird to me to a for a father to be like yeah i'm getting one over on this fucker after dealing with him for years because he's got to be called grandfather. Like, I can't imagine how awesome that would feel one day. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it is. it will be an acknowledgement that – but I don't know, dude. I started feeling like I was elderly at about 33. That's true. That's true. I'm not, we're not, we're not <laughs> I'm really not, hanging on. I'm not like spry like him. That's true. <laughs> I don't have the hairline. That's you know? true. 
It's, it's really actually very nice being a grandfather. How does, how does it feel now having the next generation of little Trumpsters? Well, you're going to see them, and they're special, and they're beautiful, and it feels really great. <laughs> <laughs> if asked to describe your daughter, would you say special and beautiful? And you're going to see them. Really great. And great. Really great. Really great. Don Jr. and his wife Vanessa have been married five years and have two children, Kai and Donald the third. Vanessa, I heard you were actually uh, set up by your father-in-law. Yes, we were. We were at um, a fashion show and he came up to me and introduced his son and it was the best setup job because here I am now with two kids. So it was wonderful. So what, can you take us back to that moment when mm -hmm. Donald Trump comes up to you and tell us what did he whisper? What did he say? He said, hi, this is my son, Donald Trump Jr. And I said, hi, nice to meet you. It was a little awkward at first, but... Very awkward. Yeah. Very was, it, was it awkward for no you? Way. It wasn't like I asked him to do it, but you know, it ended up working out great because we spent the next six months talking about how awkward that moment was, and she realized I wasn't a total uh, jerk. It was, <laughs> I'm glad he did it. Well. You're glad right? he did it. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Were you in the... Is she still glad he did it? I wonder. <sighs> I'd love to know what's up with her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This Hopefully, just enjoying just... that divorce settlement. Yeah, I hope so. But I, hope she's I don't know okay. how much can you get. Like, of all the people who know the foremost experts in making sure divorce hurts the least amount possible. Yeah, she's up against. Uh, <laughs> she's not up against Jerry, but it's close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's still probably good. Man, I just she uh, probably makes more than I'm confident she makes more than I do. I'm so grossed out by the idea of two people. Uh, Spending the first six months of their relationship talking about how awkward the first moment was. Yeah, you remember when my dad? <laughs> She's like, yeah, it's a bit of doing that. Well, no, I have it, but I, I look. He's a great son. I love my son. And Vanessa walked in front of me at this big fashion show. She looked so beautiful. I said, Don, yeah. that's the person that you should marry. That's what I said. <laughs> what and I then said? I went up no, to her and I said, it is a hundred percent. I'm very Were visual. you looking to be married at the time, Don? No, I wasn't even thinking of it. <laughs> <laughs> zero intention. Zero, zero intention. No choice. No choice. More with the Trumps when we come back. Oh, we'll more. <laughs> we got more, dude. Dude, that is, uh, you know, sometimes I try to think about stuff like this when it comes to, like, news stories and uh, even just being, like, uh, out of the country a couple weeks ago and, like, watching some BBC news. Uh-huh. And just, yeah, like, the way that. that things are are phrased or presented when it comes to, you know, like, American culture. Like, if you heard that story right there uh, and the people involved were of a different religion mm -hmm. and possibly looked differently, yeah, you'd be like, that is extremely fucking inhumane. What if they were from uh, India? Name a number of different countries – and you would be like, as an American, you would look at that and be like, boy, that's really weird. No, here so we, guy here who we has value our freedom, shit our tons of freedom. money uh, and is old, mm -hmm. sees attractive young woman at fashion show, which oh, is essentially just a you fucking meat her. market, and sets his, his husband up with her. And then the husband's like, I wasn't even thinking about getting married. And they just put that on regular ass TV on like the most palatable TV show that this country's had in the past half century. And everyone's like... Not only can I not get enough of this, president. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so weird. I don't know. We just, we get away with a lot. I, often I just think it was, it was such a good question by Oprah to be like. No, you're right. It's, it's the, like, uh, he's not going to spend any time thinking about what anyone who's not Donald wants. 
So I'm sure it was it was probably a nice light in their life to have someone for one second be like, I see you as a person. What do right. you think? And they're like, deflect, <laughs> deflect, deflect. Yeah, very uncomfortable. I've never experienced this before. <laughs> I would like to go back to what I know, yeah. which is people making fun of me. <laughs> and that's me to fast forward. I often wonder when you have a lot, whether it's Trump lot or, you know, middle class America. I Watching this episode, and there's a thing, I don't know. I think, it, yeah, it will come up uh in the the baron clip uh just i definitely got a couple fuck yous for oprah like i would anticipate that you probably experienced the same thing of just like that strain of thought that like the number one thing that we ought to do is to remind our kids that like they don't deserve what is good what as good as they have it well the other thing too is like at this point doesn't oprah have more money than donald trump probably so it just comes off as like slightly disingenuous of a line of questioning to me. I mean, I think but that... But I haven't heard, you know, we're only five seconds in. Uh, I mean, I think, I mean, one, she doesn't have kids, so she doesn't have to worry about... Uh, what, oh, I guess what, that's true. Whatever, what their, uh, you know, level of adjustment is. Uh, but she does, and like, uh, this strain of thinking was very prominent in how I was raised, you know, of like... Uh, There's know, kids in Africa starving. Yeah, 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 and just like, you know, the, we're giving you this begrudgingly. You yeah. don't really deserve it because you're not good. You don't deserve – I mean, whatever. Uh, that, that's that's going a little bit overboard. Um, but I don't know. Uh, distinguishing between what they mean, which is like uh, you should be appreciative, good enough message, and like uh, – but like to, to intend that and have it end up as like uh, you, you, know, you, you don't deserve these things because you're not good uh it's it's a tough target to hit and i would say maybe just don't try to play that game maybe just give them good stuff yeah i mean i'm hesitant to be too critical of it because i'm not there yet you know raising kids myself um you have you do have a daughter i know but like we're we're not getting to the point yet where i'm having to be like hey have you thought about how lucky you are to have like a swimming pool but i can kind of see the urge and then I guess from there, it's just like know. how you land the messaging. I don't, I, I didn't find any of it to be productive, you know, like, uh, I, I mean, I do remember like the first time I was like, boy, I guess we do have it good. It wasn't anything related to them. It was that we were at school and for some reason I had a picture. I don't even know if it was me, but someone had a picture of us standing at the bus stop and the bus stop was in front of my house. And so my house was like, uh, you know, in the background of the photo. And a girl in our class looked at it was like, that's your house? That's a fucking mansion. Like, yeah. I, just like the look on her face, I, I like I was in, interpreting at that time. Like, I was really feeling like, I don't think that she knew that they had houses like that. Yeah. Like, certainly not anywhere near where she lived. And like, I, I don't even like... If you'd asked me up to that point, like, is this classmate poor? I would have been like, I don't know. <laughs> like, she has a backpack the same as me, you know, like, whatever. Um, that that was an eye-opening moment. I guess you do want your kids to have some of that. I mean, like, it's, listen, I love, I think being grateful is extremely important. And uh, it's like a real uh, shortcut to uh, to living a happy life and, you know, just doing productive things. I, mean, I think if you can center gratitude in your life, it's extremely beneficial but like that's something that has to happen on its own like somewhat through organic things like that rather than people just constantly telling you like you know yeah and i suppose that's what happened to me uh they weren't like she 
wasn't like uh, like hammering us with it. But you know what? The biggest thing for me was uh, I had like 20 cousins. Mm-hmm. And we were definitely doing as good or better than all of them were. Yeah. And like we were known as like the uppity kids because we had Nintendo. Which must have been Literally, weird. I thought it was so weird because I would go to school Once, and I'd be like, boy, I feel like we're pretty – Pretty close to right square in the middle here. Yeah, you and know? then once the uh, other wing of the family, the the colonial wing of the family comes on board. Yeah, then you're like, well, this is a bit dismaying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And where are the uppity ones, huh? Yeah. Uh, we Not didn't spend, to speak like, ill of the colonial wing. No, no, no. And we didn't spend like that much time with them. Yeah. Um, but I definitely remember, dude, I actually remember, uh, and you're, you are fairly close with one of my cousins, uh, and I remember... Like finding out one time that all of them had been invited out to my grandparents' farm except us. Wow. Yeah. And I don't know, like I could have that wrong. Uh, and it might have just been happenstance. Like maybe we had something going on mm-hmm. like sports-wise and maybe like they didn't. I don't remember. I just remember thinking like – The feeling is the feeling. It's 100%. The feeling is the feeling of being like, damn, like they actually look at us as different. And I just – I didn't feel like we were that well off, but without that having to be like reinforced to me in like a shitty way by uh, a top-down dynamic, I definitely in that time felt like, okay, we're doing okay. Yeah. Like organic in that sense. Yeah. I just, this like Oprah thing of like, you know, one of the most important things you need to do when raising your kids is not like instill confidence, not instill self-esteem. You need to beat them down to understand that like this could be worse. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. Not not what I want to lead with. I often wonder when you have a lot, whether it's Trump lot or, you know, middle class America a lot, how it is you're able to teach appreciation you just don't. teach a sense of grace yeah, teach about being is. kind and having ambition on your own was that a concerted effort on your part well i think it was number one i always loved what i did and i tell people they ask you know how do you become successful yeah, number one, you love have to you. love it and if you didn't love it you'd be that's right you would not be sitting here year seven Absolutely. yes <laughs> And, you know, so we go through that, and I, I speak to so many people, they're, they're stuck in a job that they don't like, or they're doing something they don't like, and I don't want to say leave your job, because who knows what's going to happen, right? But you really have to love something. And the other thing is, it's a very fragile life. You notice, as great as you are, and there's nobody like you, it's all fragile. It's such a fragile thing. You see things, whether it's sickness, whether it's so many different things can happen. Again, the question was, do you spoil your kids? <laughs> I was going to say, like, I'm halfway torn between right now, this is the most insightful thing I've ever heard Donald Trump say, and this is entirely self-indulgent and has nothing to do with the question he was asked about his family. It's kind of the only time I've seen him expound on his thoughts in this way. Like, yeah. he's, he's yeah, really... Yeah. He's spitting some ideas, but I don't, I don't know how he got there, but they, they keep going, and if anything, they get better understand that and i treat people well i mean i really treat people well and i get a lot of credit for that because sometimes i'll meet like the guy that's cleaning the floors and i consider him the same as some big crazy guy that i have to compete and you've with had that people- i can't stand and- yeah yeah you, you- <laughs> i treat people I well know. i, I get a lot of credit for it people are constantly saying He's just so fucking good at treating people. And I'll tell you my secret. It's because I treat everyone as much as the people I hate. (laughs) 
I mean, it's perfect. <laughs> I can't add anything to that. It's such a distillation of the Donald, not Donald dichotomy. He's like, <laughs> there are two people. you know, some people treat rich, rich people better and poor people worse. Not me. I They're all everyone. not Donald. <laughs> <laughs> people who've worked for you for what? 20, many 30 years. years. Many, yeah. many years. And yeah. they're great people. And I've put their kids through school and I've taken care of their medical and yeah. I feel good about it. Back to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I put their kids through school. And I take care of medical. Medical. <laughs> We're doing a lot with president. <laughs> Dude, that is full on James Austin Johnson right there. Yeah. We, we take care of medical. <laughs> We're doing um, a lot with president. And so uh, here's here's the, the, the little clip I, I mentioned earlier from uh, the Tiffany montage where they, they, they took the trouble to go, th- to, go to California and walk around uh, cameras with, uh, with Tiffany. Not which, in studio. I can't believe she. They did bring her in studio. She was there, but before that, they had a package they filmed out okay. in LA, uh, which is just. I have to stress, for like all of the screen time she's received in her entire life. Yeah. So this is a picture of me and my dad when he actually came to my school. I think it was in sixth grade. It was like a Father's Day at the school, so he came. Oh, that's the only thing she says about her dad when he came montage. to my school. Yeah, so one time he actually Like he's the did. power team. <laughs> guest, <laughs> yeah. He's a guest speaker yeah. who comes through for one day, which 100% he was already out there. Yes. Like yes. it's just a bit of a layover type situation. Yeah. Like, okay. oh, we got a couple hours. Right. <laughs> yeah, so Tiffany had a really cool life with a great dad. Um, and then uh, we get to uh, the, the final member of the family. I've got two clips here to, to finish us off. This is uh, the time with uh, Baron Trump. Oh, Baron Holmgren. Years old. Come on out, Baron Trump. He's on a full screen. <laughs> Jeans and a sport coat. Great. I bet he actually does love his mom. Yeah. Because like, they're like living in a, like a shared hostage experience. 100%. <laughs> and like, you know, children... They're, the one thing they're programmed to do is love their caretakers. The fact that he just appeared to be so indifferent to Donald. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, true, too. He made a is, beeline for mom. And- it's quite notable. Uh, but yeah, dude, she would have to be... Listen, I don't have a high opinion of her, uh, but, uh, you know, the fucking... Uh, I, I don't think that she's so terrible that in this, yeah, like shared hostage situation, she can't get some affection from a child. Yeah. I bet he has a ton of affection for her. Say hi. He already said hi earlier. Oh. Not only did he say hi, he said hello, Miss Oprah. <laughs> oh, I love home training. So hi, Baron. How are you? Good. Good. Oh, see that future president. <laughs> the, the, getting into like the I love good home training. That's where where I'm starting to understand some of uh, the incidents in my childhood whenever yeah. we're watching this like dude it's i mean they played it as i was getting home you know yeah so like we we're, we're loading up on uh, the final couple tips before we have to handle this onslaught of children yeah full-on locker room speech <laughs> yeah like all right you guys you, you have this within you you're gonna go out there and get it you know, we're going to make sure these kids get fucking trained well you know that's one thing that uh i probably would not have agreed with you on uh 10 years ago when we first started doing the podcast uh in addition to the will to win mm-hmm. or is it yeah twtw yeah uh 
and you know, like I'm not trying to argue through the media here. We're all working through this uh, as parents and as uh, as spouses. But I don't really care about the way she like her manners. You know, and it's tough because, I mean, I think I turned out decently, and and I'm definitely still ma'am and sir guy. Uh, but that just doesn't seem like dog the bounty hunter. Just like Dog the Bounty Hunter. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, but I just don't really like see the value in stressing that all that much, you know? And I guess really the problem with it is the only value to it is external. And that like the way people reciprocate that or don't, you can't control their part of, of the message, right? Like you can't control the receiver of the message if your kid like is, quote, what you would call a dickhead. <laughs> yeah. But like that's – that's like a configuration that I didn't define. Like you don't have to speak a certain way to somebody to actually be like a good person. That's just been defined. Uh, and then your kid goes to school and they make them talk a certain type of way and you run into your aunt and uncle or their aunt and uncle, whatever. And they're like, what do you say? And like all that, like, please and thank you bullshit to me. Like it's completely useless. Like outside again of the idea that your kid may be treated differently if they don't play along. Yeah, and it drives me crazy. I uh, I do experience discomfort like pretty much every day. Uh, it is Izzy's preschool. There's the like uh, administrators for the preschool are like standing at the exit door. Yeah, and they'll say bye, Izzy, and she'll full sprint without like breaking stride. Just you know, go right by him. Yeah, and like I, you know, I I've experienced a moment of personal discomfort of like, boy, they're probably judging me for that. Oh, no doubt. Uh, but like I I. I don't know that I don't. I, I really don't think that it would be drastic. Like, there's stuff that we tell her to do, and she doesn't do that either. You, you know, like uh, it's it's just it, it comes or it doesn't. And like, she actually uh, she she's pretty good about the thank you stuff. And it was never because we stressed it to her. It's because we did it. Like, if she would hand us something, yeah. we would say thank you. And I just that's always my big point. Is like you know, it, listen, it's great if they're polite. I just I I don't think that it's so important they be polite that like I want to poison the relationship in any way you know it'd, it'd be slight but like it would be you know like I just don't want to create conflict you know like where like I'm telling like they're like I don't want to do this and I'm like you have to do it uh it's it's not that important to me um and like I just think that like I'm saying that the, the more effective way of getting them to do it is just model the behavior rather than like demand you know. I don't know, dude. We have a great tool to teach kids. It's our actions. We should take advantage of that as much as possible. No, I fully agree with that. It's just what happens when that doesn't land, you know? And, yeah. and then the other part of it, too, it is just, land, just slide, all of the know? different uh, elements of this that you can't really control. Because, you know, I'm not speaking for you and your parents, but, like, parents in general, they don't think that they're, like, infringing on your par uh, parental boundaries by saying, what do you say? Like, that's not the same as like taking them to church or some like huge act that, yeah. you know, people just consider that to be like a normal thing that you do. You mm -hmm. tell a kid to say, please, thank you. You're welcome, whatever. Uh, but it's also kind of lame. <laughs> like what's the lame. point? I'm trying to raise a cool kid. That's right. I'm like talking like a Bieber piss in the mop bucket. Cool. Like that. Cool. Bieber pissed in a mop bucket. You don't remember that? No. It was when he was at his coolest. It was huh. a huge story. I don't remember that at all. 
Yeah, he was. I I, there, well, I don't think there was ever like video of it. I think it was in like a magazine article or something. But it was all the internet talked about for a couple days. Uh, yeah, yeah. He was just like in a club. I I think that he was like nineteen or something. And uh, oh, Pierce, there is a video. Oh, there is a video. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah, and apparently was yelling "fuck Bill Clinton." There you go. That's what I'm talking about, dude. The height of cool. Pissing in a mop bucket while yelling fuck Bill Clinton. 2013. Here it is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I missed that. It's one of the coolest things that ever happened. How has fatherhood been different this time around? I think you maybe appreciate it a little bit more, Oprah, than, you know, as a younger person, you're running through life and Mm -hmm. you don't think there'll ever be an end to the whole thing. I think when you get Mm -hmm. older and you have some special people around you that are very young. I really believe you appreciate it more. Do you think you parent differently now? Well, I think I might spend a little bit more time because really? of that word, because of the appreciation word, but... Um, <laughs> he, just, <laughs> he just talks so fucking weird. Oh. And, like, his because kids are sitting behind him as he's like, yeah, yeah, no, I didn't really hang out with them much. No, I'm doing not that much. some more now. Because back then, I didn't... It was that I didn't have that word, yeah. the appreciation word. Yeah, now the, I have the word. that word. Yeah. I think I'm a good, would you say? I'm a good father to be. Yeah, him. he's a great father. It's amazing to see admiration with each other they have mm-hmm. and uh, the way they play golf, the way they uh, uh, watch television, eating pop. <laughs> Stop, I dude. Need, I need you to get this again. Stop. Just, uh, she's, she's, she's made the claim. <sighs> He's a great dad. Yeah. Now she's going to provide evidence for the claim. She's going to, you know, enumerate on what she means this by is so mean. great dad. Of the way they uh, watch television, eating popcorn, just spending time together, wrestling. Now this is the big thing, right? Baron wrestling and tickling with daddy. And every time daddy comes home, you know, he rings the bell. Ding, 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 ding. So we know he's home, and uh, now I can reach the bell. Yes, <laughs> dude. There is a one hundred percent chance that after this was done, the taping, that the one complaint he had was like, "I cannot believe you told them that he tickles me." <laughs> <laughs> I just, I love it, dude. <laughs> You know, tickle time with daddy. He's tickle he's time wrestling. and eating the popcorn. <laughs> Just and he's ringing the bell. In his rundown of like, you know, classic father-son stuff. Uh, they they played the clip before and talked about how uh, they'll golf together. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, they, they golf. They watch TV. Um, Although wrestling is tight. How is eating popcorn a separate activity from watch TV is my question. <laughs> what are, you, are you just eating popcorn in standalone scenarios? <laughs> no. She's, they do one thing. It's yeah. watch TV. She's trying to stretch it out as far as she can right. go. Sit on couch. <laughs> yeah. Breathe air. Have a uh, drink of water. <laughs> yeah. And uh, wedding clothes. <laughs> yeah, but now, now he can ring the bell. Oh, man. This is phenomenal. So, yeah, just one of America's most normal families having a good time with Oprah. Where are you at on uh, 2024 possibilities? I haven't really been plugged in, dude. Like, just, to be honest with you, like my, my political uh, news consumption, uh, I look for about two minutes every morning. And then I just, uh, as Norm uh, was yelled at by Dan to do, I shut my phone off. 
It feels to me like the most likely outcome is that he returns to the presidency in 2024. And really the only way that I see, like the, the only way out of this that I feel like good and clear about is just, just needs to die. Just, if you could have some kind of heart attack. Natural, you know? <laughs> un- non-violent, yeah. non-criminal. Well, I'm to not going to be, gonna be clear if, if the authorities are listening, I'm not going to be involved either way. But if you're asking me to wish for it to I'm be not doing uh, that. peaceful, well, I, I remain at best neutral in my heart. But uh, I, don't, I don't know, dude. He's given us so much, and I do demand more. I want him to die in one of the most hilarious ways possible. I don't know what that – it's not for me to define that. That's for him. You know, like he's he's the one who's constantly Jack innovating on the, on the entertainment theme. If he died in the making of Jackass <laughs> 5, Jesus Christ, that what a, what, a, what a best of all worlds. It would smash every box office record. <laughs> Just by the ticket sales to you personally alone. Yeah, that's right. I would uh, be back to selling plasma, <laughs> second mortgage, whatever it takes. Isn't there like some weird angle with uh, Gavin Newsom and DJ TJ's wife? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They used to be together? Yeah, they Kimberly were, they were and Gilfoyle? married. Yeah, they were married. That'd be a fun little wrinkle. <laughs> <laughs> like if we could work that out. That would be a fun little wrinkle. Uh, I don't know. Sure, I hope someone's learning lessons about Gavin Newsom off that, but I don't know. I doubt it. I'm sure Clinton supporters love him just as much as anyone. I saw. I don't know why they were talking about him. Oh, because he uh, bought he bought a DeSantis ad. Like he he was taking out ads in Florida saying, "You want to talk about a good governor? You're talking about Gavin Newsom." Yeah, they're definitely priming the pump to set us up. Priming the pump by way of a term Trump. Yeah, created. yeah, yeah. A lot of people forget that. Uh, That's an all-time banger that doesn't get talked about that much. Uh, They're priming us for that being like the 2024 matchup. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. Joe Biden's just like, wait a minute, man. (laughs) I'm right here. What happened, man? You guys got plans for me? I don't know why I just turned him into Steven Seagal Mm -hmm. (laughs) from Glitter Man. It'd be so much better if he was. Seagal's not uh, native though, right? No, but that's the... That's the bit. That's the one catch. The come down bit is that they like, wave it for him. He's basically gone all around the world of cultures that he's appropriated. <laughs> yes, yes. Like he's done native. Yeah. He's done Chinese. A hundred percent. He's definitely done African American. <laughs> you like love specifically it. Specifically like a an 80s black accent. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But he's yeah, he's a tough guy. <laughs> he's Anyways, uh, well, that was a phenomenal episode. Stuff. Yeah, man. That's probably where I'm got... cutting it off, though. <laughs> what? That's probably where I'm cutting it off, though. I don't want to do another one. Of Oprah? No, of IJB. We had talked about, we, we said we'd check back in. Oh, you are done? Yeah. What am I going to do tomorrow? I don't care. Tune in. <laughs> That's it for tonight. The high school special is next, so until tomorrow, for everyone who's been a part of this one, I'm TC and Jake. We do thank you for watching. Good night.